Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Don't do it! Um, pineapple. 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 There you go, when you don't know the words. Anyways, hey buzzers, what's going on? Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. We're super excited to get into tonight's episode, but first, don't be afraid to be a co-host with us and join us live. All you have to do is hashtag ABTV Arrow. Now, let's get into introing all my fabulous dancing co-hosts, but first I'll give you my Twitter, at BoysandBeauty01. Pump it out. Go ahead, Lex. Intro. Lex Michael. Twitter handle, at the Lex Michael. I'm Tari Miller. Tari J. T-A-O-I-J-A-Y. An attempt was made. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Katie Cullen. I'm on Twitter at Kiajay, and we have a fun little thing that we're going to read off real quick to start this off. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched any of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. From what I hear, it is actually really super good. And it's a musical, for those of you who didn't know, uh, from the writer of The Devil Wears Prada, director of 500 Days of Summer, a demented take on the modern musical with raunchy original songs. Well, gosh, if that's the case, sign me up. And critics agree that Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is something to sing about. And evidently, we have all new episodes Monday at 8, 7 central on The CW, which is why we're talking about us here, because guys, support the network. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Can I just say... Speaking of crazy ex-girlfriends, oh, we brought someone back with yes, a pit! Yes! <laughs> yes! Segway. Um, damn it. The segue ruined my... Oh, I'm just going to say it anyway. Do so, it anyway. Tari, Tari, when you introduced yourself and you started singing, I thought uh-huh. you were going to be like, um, too sexy for this song. <laughs> too, I was like, okay, Tari. But the I guess attempt not. was we'll made. There. It was tried. We'll it was there. tried. Right, Anyways. Right said Fred, even though you were wrong. Um... <laughs> Well, let's talk. Let's talk about the uh, broken bromance that got reunited again this evening. Because that's how we started off the show. <laughs> what? <laughs> you leave me alone. Okay? What was that? <laughs> it was. Uh- I was being sophisticated. Broken bromance. I, I was being sophisticated and I was being articulate. Like Caught in a rad bromance. <laughs> Who hired these guys? That's what I want to know. Okay, anyways. Wait, she doesn't know that we snuck in the back door? Don't tell Don't her. Don't anyone tell her. <laughs> We've been here the whole time. It has been a long day for everyone involved. <laughs> So, so romance, the, uh, right? the, the TV the rad show. romance arrow. What so, happened? Uh, Diggle and arrow. Diggle and arrow. Diggle and arrow. Oh, so jumping right in because we open on uh, our boys going after one of the the ghosts, uh, one of the hive operators, and uh, Felicity <laughs> can apparently now control oh. any machinery from her computer. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Which is great, but when did that happen? Who knows? I'm just going to go with because why not? Yeah, because yeah. Why... there were quite a few things going on in this episode, especially concerning Felicity, where I just kind of went, all right. Okay. <laughs> that was yeah. cool. I liked it. No, there were quite a few things that I liked. The phone thing bothered me. She's like, oh yeah, my phone's doing something weird. I'm like, I'm sorry, are you the resident hacker or are you not? Figure yeah. it point. out. Fix That's... it. Oh yeah, and they never they never resolved that, so presumably that'll come back. Not, that'll come back eventually. Right. Right. That's predictions territory. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. Um but yeah, so she can control all machines now, which is which is good. Um I will be very excited to see uh if that ever comes back again. I'm sure it will. Yeah. I would it's really love to. to see like in the in the season finale maybe she controls a giant robot 
or like uh, uh, Ollie and Dig climb on each other's shoulders and they make like a super punchy person and oh, she controls that so with like an Jaeger. iPad of her face. Yeah, what? I want them in a Jaeger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, what would that be called? Oh, I used to do. I'll figure Jaeger. it out. I'm at some like, point. you want them drunk? A, a Jaeger what? is one of the giant robots <laughs> da, 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 from Pacific da, 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 da. Rim. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They fight monsters. Oh no, whatnot. you need to see it. It's amazing. Okay. Or if if nothing else, then I want I want Oliver to sit on Diggle's shoulders and have like a big coat around them, and he can be big Green Arrow. It'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, this would be my favorite joke. I don't all think time, they make coats that big. big. They're both really tall. We're, we're, we're getting into BoJack Horseman territory. <laughs> um. Anyway, so so, so yeah. Uh, what happened? So uh, basically, <laughs> basically the, the rad <laughs> romance yes. we made up because Felicity essentially put on their get along shirt and made them. Have you seen these? That, oh, but that was so amazing though. Oh, I love yeah. Felicity. Beautiful. I was like, she gave them a free psychic reading just like that, and I was like, if you don't get your head out your ass, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> she. Her reading them the riot act. I don't know if you've ever seen the get along shirts where they take two kids who are misbehaving and put them in one large shirt and they have to do it until they get along. And it's got no. this is my get along shirt. Written. What? Oh my god! What Google school it. It's did hysterical. you go to? No, no, no. It's a parenting thing right now. Oh. It's hilarious. <laughs> she basically shoved them in a get along shirt and said, "You're not getting out till you get yourself figured out." Wow. I mean, yeah, that is more or less. But now <laughs> I'm, much. I'm disappointed that we didn't get that visual. Uh, we'll they have a get along yeah. trench coat. Yeah, they get along trench coat. Also, jumping back, jumping back um, to the things and that. And then a step that, to the right. That did. This is the time warp again. Okay, anyway. Um, so, also, uh, and I believe there was an instance. Instance English enunciation, an instance of this in the opening skirmish, but it's something that we see uh, now that we've never seen before that we now see three times in this episode is Diggle's visor now opens up, please, which please. is wonderful. Oh yes. my god, yes. He has also adopted the uh, Batman approach to interrogating people, which yes. is literally just grab them and growl really uh, intensely into their face. It's he intimidating. Was, he <laughs> was straight up doing the my parents died at sea. <laughs> You're like pants. a lot of that. So uh, that we need to build a modulator into his helmet if he's going to do that. Well, right. he's doing the Christian Bale Batman voice, and he's wearing uh, the Eric Lencher uh, 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 trademark headpiece. So um, Batnito is what I'm going to go with. Okay. I think. <laughs> I'm going to go Batnito. So basically, kids, what we learn is when two people don't get along, it puts them in a death-like situation, and that's clearly what happened. Yeah. Amen. I'm glad they finally resolved this. Um, as mu- uh, no, go ahead. As much as I, I love like tension in shows, um, I, I felt like it, it was causing too much of an issue. Like these are characters that I love, and I wanted them. I want them to get along, and I want them to be able to move forward. Uh, and I'm I'm glad it didn't happen like eight episodes into the season. Like they got they they had their moment. Uh, they they were yelled at, and then now they're fine. Well, it was getting old, to be honest with you. I get it. I understand. Yeah. We've talked about this other episodes where we talk about Diggle has a right to feel that way. But it was for me, just as somebody watching the show, it was getting old. And I love that Oliver even said, like, man, I've tried. I've apologized to you a billion times. And you know what? I'm done apologizing. Yeah. Why mean, won't I, you give me a chance to earn your trust Exactly. But exactly. My, my favorite part about Oliver's appeal to Diggle in that scene was when he tells him, you're, you're a forgiving person. And I really wanted to follow him to follow that up with, and I'm an apologetic guy. Is there, is there something here? <laughs> I feel it. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. But it's, it is good that they they seem to have more or less buried that hatchet because I agree to drag it out too much longer. It would have felt forced, and I think they got most of the mileage out of it that they were going to. I think yeah. most of the points were made that needed to be made. And here's what I'm wondering. They've made the point that you're not working as well together. You need to get over this so you can be a better team. Da, 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 da. They've also had very limited success against the ghosts. But the other factors that we have going on here is extremely different tactics, extremely different training, and a guy at the top who's utterly terrifying. This mm-hmm. is a very different sort of cadre of villains than they've faced. So what I'm wondering is now that we're over this hump, will they start to have more success against the ghosts? Are they going to say, yes, this made a difference? Or is it still going to be, no, we're having hell on wheels against these guys. They're too well organized. And then they commit suicide when we catch them. 
I want to know what sort of difference this will make, if any. Right. I want right. actions to have consequences, I think, basically. I think yeah. that it will, and I think that's one of the things that they even stated as far as at one point when Diggle and Oliver are having their conversation about um, they found found Mina when she's dead, right? And and Diggle's like, you know, I'm never going to get answers, this, that, and the third. I've been working on this for two years, and I've never had any success. And Oliver pretty much says, well, that's because you've been doing it alone. Obviously different words, he says, but yeah. the gist is it's because you've been doing it alone. Right. So that alludes me to think that now them teaming up, obviously things will progress faster. And the same thing with fighting off these quote-unquote ghosts. Anything works better in a team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the classic power friendship thing. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Whoa. That scene bothered the hell out of me. Which though. one? That she was just left there, tied to a chair with a card in her mouth, like, and there wasn't an ambush that came in from that, because that is the perfect setup. Right there, you lure them in, you have this little spectacle, and then you take them out. Right. And I feel like we have a waltz, and we got the first two steps, and the third one we went, nah. Yeah, but they did that already. They did that at the beginning of the episode with the common thief, whatever, and there was the dude laying there dead, and then here comes Green Arrow, like, oh. So he already got lured in once. If we saw that scene play out twice in the same episode, I think it would have been like, eh. But especially when they set up a spectacle like that. That's what got me, is that they made this big spectacle, and they expected her to be found, and there was no follow-through. Well, I think that it was more of uh, Dark saying, like, this will never lead you back to me. So, because she was made once Diggle was after her, and so it essentially compromised whatever plans he had. So I think it was him essentially saying, this this line to what I'm doing is now cut off. Okay. Interesting. When you remember, too, uh, what I'm thinking is, last season, when Ra's al Ghul made his play, or began to make his play on the city... You saw that he too rented out a nondescript warehouse space, but they they used it. They brought in their torches. They had people coming in and out of there. Damien Dark uh, is a bigger threat, and clearly he has a bigger pocketbook because he can now rent out warehouse space just for that, just to leave a body in the middle of the room and not use the building at all. I don't even think he rented it. I feel like you know how people do the yarn bomb where they come up and just knit over something and then sure. they'll leave. He kind of body bombed this. He just left a dead body there. <laughs> Bye, guys. It's our newest art installation. See you later. Well, you know, we, let's talk about Mina, first of all. Because, we, I mean, we talked about the fact that she's dead. But how about her arrival and the fact that she's coming on behalf of Hive? Um, did anybody catch what specifically she said? Because she had mentioned, you know, something along the lines of they felt like he needed extra help. Damien Dark needed His help. His associates in Hive, which yeah. makes me think that he's not the head that we've got a kind of, to pull in a completely different franchise, that we've got a Hydra thing going on and that there's mm. four or five people running the show and that Dark is just one. Right. And that's a really good setup for future seasons. Yes, Yeah, absolutely. because you can always introduce someone bigger, badder. Or, yeah. oh, you took Dark out, here's his replacement. Mm. We still don't know who the other people are. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. big enough that they can override Dark's wishes and make her hire someone to take care of his little pest problem. Yeah, but the hire, the person that they hired obviously couldn't take care of the problem. And did anybody else catch at home? Did you guys do What did you guys think? Um, he kept on making references. Double Down would make these what's your next play? Do you want to call this or call that? I was like, yeah. okay, guys. Yeah, he's, a, he's a jokey villain. Yeah. I know, he's but it was a little cheesy. A little book. cheesy for me. <laughs> I do. Real quick, if we're going to if we're gonna start down that particular road, I just want to touch on the character of Double Down. Sure, uh, do it. Jeremy Tell, a.k.a. Double Down, created by Jeff his Johns. His last name is Tell? His last name nice. is Tell. Oh, my God. His name is a joke. <laughs> it's fantastic. His name is a joke. Winner. Yes. <laughs> Jeremy Tell, a.k.a. Double Down, was created by Jeff Johns and Ethan Van Shiver. First Shiver. appeared in... Flash Iron Heights in 2001, and he is a con artist and compulsive gambler. After losing all of his money in a game, he murders the gambler who walked away from the table with the most money. Hmm. This hmm. gambler that he murdered happened to have, like you do, a cursed deck of cards on him, and these cards binded themselves to Tell's skin, much in the way that uh, you saw the cards on the show tonight. Although I would assume, because of the way they're referring to him as a metahuman, I'm assuming, right, he was getting a tattoo maybe when the particle accelerator That's what they that's said, exploded. that he was getting tattooed while the accelerator exploded, and that's what. So I different like route. that explanation. Yeah. And of course he's ridiculously punny. He came from Flash territory. <laughs> and he was trying to get back okay. to Flash territory. He was. Yeah. Yeah. And I, would he was out. I, would, I would love to see him in a Flash episode, because he is about that speed. Yeah. yeah. So to speak. Hey, that was hey. not intentional, but I will run with it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So that's anyway. that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I have, you know, to, I have to bring this up. Yes, please do. Because I love Gillian Davila. And I love that you watch this. And she put, my mom put my sister and I in a get-along shirt two years at a family reunion just oh, for the hell of no. it. Wow. <laughs> a family reunion? Sad. Oh. I want a picture. Oh, send. <laughs> do send. I would love um, to see a picture of your get-along shirt because those amuse the hell out of me. And I, I had to bring that up. There's a lot of really good stuff on Twitter about subjects that we haven't covered quite yet, so yeah. I will talk to that when we get there. Please do. Yeah, I'm um, seeing a handful of these things that I would like to address at some point before we're done, but... Yes. Okay, going on. Let's, 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 let's continue to double down Lexi from Lexi um, Ingram. Star Cities economy runs Star Cities economy runs on renting out abandoned warehouses, keeps property values up in spite of constant destruction. <laughs> Bless nice. you. Nice. So going back to double down really quick. Okay, he's got these little cards. First of all, when he came on, it I personally didn't have a whole lot of knowledge of what he was about to do. Maybe you guys did because you're more familiar with the comic and the character. But when he did, they had the preview last uh, week. Well, either way, he walked on, and I'm looking at his tattoos. It's funny too because when I saw it, I was like, "That is very clearly painted on and very poorly painted on to not look like a very real tattoo." So when he peeled it off, I was like, "Oh, okay." And somewhere in the process of peeling off, obviously, it turns into some sort of metalish situation. Um, But I thought it was interesting that it was actually um, not a tracking device, but how it's made of of magnesium something magnetite or something magnesium magnetite there you go um yeah and it's attracting that eventually the owner comes back to the card versus vice versa they're using the card to find the owner and it was the same thing that evidently homing pigeons use to come home yes which I wonder how how much truth is I'm sure the writers probably did their research but I was like that's so random so it's a pigeon card is basically what it is okay (laughs) cool okay Moving right along. <laughs> I, I thought that was extremely clever. Very. And I love the way that I, I lost his name. I cannot remember his name, but I love Curtis. the way they... Curtis. Thank you. Yes. I, I just keep thinking Mr. Terrific, but we're not there yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was calling him earlier. That's some hints, though. I lo- oh, of course. Yeah, the little yeah. sphere with the T. Oh, yeah. I love that they incorporated him into this episode. I love that he rolled with things, and I love that he's got Felicity's secret, but not anyone else's that she's discerning like that. Basically, I approve of everything. Please keep him in the yes, show. He's wonderful. I love him. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's amazing. Yeah. No, he's terrific. terrific. Oh, we're so clever. Um, and the contact lenses with the HD. Just like, <laughs> yep, that's going to be huge in Hollywood. You know it will. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he Actors reminds and spoiled me, rich kids. He actually mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of Felicity and just the way that oh. he talks. You know what I mean? Like the way he communicates. And he caught on to her right away because he was like, so just tell the truth. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, this card de- deserves to be back with its rightful owner. Can you just tell me the truth? I am telling you the truth. Like, there is, is no wide flush in poker. Liar. Yeah, that's why. Yes, yeah. but I do love that the reason he came to Palmer Technology is because he did want to help, and the fact that his boss is doing it, and he's I don't know. And I love the scene where he said, "You know, when did when did you become such a badass? Like always." <laughs> yes. Yeah, Felicity shot a guy. Yeah. No way by accident, Please. but it was great. <laughs> I like the way that she's not even looking where she shoots. She's just like almost shaking the gun and shooting it in any direction possible. I'm like, well, yeah. eventually you're bound to get one to ricochet and hit somebody. Right. She got him right in the arm. Yeah. Now, uh, not for nothing, how did he get in there? Good good call That's on that. something we haven't been able to figure out. Because evidently they have a secret elevator in there that right. took them straight down to Arrow Cave 2.0. Which assume just call it the quiver already, you guys. Uh, just call it the quiver. But I would Arrow assume Cave is dumb. Because, yeah. because uh, uh, they have a secret elevator, I would assume that the staircase is not public. So, right. Yeah. Why would there even be a staircase? I mean, I guess in case how of emergency. How did he but- find it? It was, you're Homing absolutely device. right. Hey, but they didn't bring the card Kitchen. with him. He had the card back at that point. But doesn't he have multiple cards on his body, not just one? Yes, right. but he homed to the card that was separated from him. Uh, so if he had that back, he shouldn't have been able to track them down there. It was super convenient that he somehow beat the elevator down by taking the stairs, finding what is presumably a separate, a separate staircase, because this is a floor that nobody at the company knows about and isn't in the blueprints, and finds the case and 
beats them there. And apparently that... finds no security whatsoever on any type of door. <laughs> well, I mean, being he, from he, he Central City... He might have City, just jimmied it with a card, let's yeah. be real. Being from Central City, he's used to places not having great security. That's fair. So, well, essentially, and you he can, just magicked his way in. You can jimmy it, like, with one of those cards, like you would with a credit card, I would assume. But yeah. you'd hope they'd have better security on their door than that. Oh my god, yeah, and then it would be <laughs> hidden better? He'd have to take some time out to find it. They keep machine guns in that room. Yeah... I'm, I'm just, that that whole scene just didn't really make a lot of sense to so me. Once he's in the room, it was fun. There was a lot going on that I enjoyed. And oh, hey, it was beautiful. Felicity shot a guy. Good for her. Yeah. But you really have to just skirt past the fact that there is no logical way he should have been in that room in the first place. Yeah. And the thing is, Arrow is usual as a show, is usually very good at, here's how this happened, here's how this occurred, here's my part of the Xanato speed chess, well, here's my part of it, you know. They're very good at explaining how these things happen. For just this random leap of logic in the middle of the episode is out of character for the show, and therefore a little worrying. Little. Little. Sticks out. It does. It does. Let him slide. Just this once. When a show follows its own internal logic this consistently, anything that is bad enough for us to notice and comment on is kind of egregious. Yeah. Yeah, Like there's a scene missing. It, yes. Maybe they had it and they cut it out. That's true. They, they, they you cut, never know. They cut you, logic for time. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Well, it is Arrow. Dear Arrow writers, tell us what happened. We want to know. Yeah, like yeah. this really specific nitpicky thing is going to bother me, guys. Tell me. But that <laughs> means that we scene. don't have larger pro- plot problems to talk about if this is what we're getting stuck on. To be That's fair, true. yeah, we're really cherry picking for problems in this episode. Hey, which no, goes no, no, well no. But there is one yeah. huge, oh, yeah. huge problem Let's that we it. have not gotten to yet. What happened? Okay. Um, hello, Nanda Parbat. Yeah. I mean, yes. okay, it was wonderful. Oh, I meant logistical issues. <laughs> oh, I'm just talking about problems in general. Um, oh, that's this whole show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That well, is okay, true. Okay, if, if you want to go there, sure. Can we talk about that no. one, no, seriously, this one brief, amazing moment where Malcolm Merlin was the most sensible person in the room? Oh! Oh my god, that doesn't ever happen. What? And of course, it didn't take him very long to go, hey, you know what? Forget it. My kid's mad at me. I gotta go buy her affections back. But still, for a brief shining moment, he made the most sense out of anybody. Hey, so did Nyssa. So did Nyssa. We have an answer to... From Charlie Barajas? I don't even know if I said that right. I'm sorry. There was a card in the secret elevator. He threw it between them. Oh, which I, I, yes, that doesn't explain how he found the staircase that quick. Well, how he so got fast. in, but that does explain how he knew it was there. Yes, right. I, I can buy that up to. They're clearly under the first floor. We I, had fifty percent of an answer. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I mean, but technically, it would like you guys said, it would have made more sense if he arrived maybe five minutes later. Yeah, right. like took a moment more than just hello, but <laughs> Grandma, it's me, Anastasia. <laughs> Uh, do I, you want the scene? I'm just, I just, I'm now I'm back on it. Do you really <laughs> want the scene where he's outside of this door and he's like, I know they're in there. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. How am I going to get in there? Card. Do you really want that? I would love a five second scene of peel the card off, slice the lock open, push it open. I would love that. Yeah. Don't even need any dialogue. Just need that menacing music of the yeet and shot from here. So all you see is the card coming off and the hands and the door. Yeah. I just think hotel room. Hotel room? Yeah, it doesn't do much for me. I'm like, never mind. What? Anyways. Well, yeah, the pacing of that would have been like, action, 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 action. Drama. (laughs) Action, action, action. (laughs) That's true. ultimately, ultimately unimportant. He clearly broke in somehow, but I'm really, I'm going to be stuck on this for a while. (laughs) A little bit. Well, we... Yeah, Nanda Parbat. Yeah, I would say you stay stuck. You stay stuck. Let's talk about Nanda. <laughs> um, and let's talk just about talk. Nanda. Yeah, yeah, and how? Yeah, I'm abbreviating things. Anyway, um, so uh, I loved seeing Nissa once and again, and I do think yes, she was very, very sensible, and I love that she called Laurel out because no one seems to have actually directly said to Laurel, "You're being selfish." Clearly, she is. But Nissa's like, dude, you're doing this for your own grieving reasons, and you're not doing this for your sister. Even though you're sitting here claiming, like, oh, it's for Sarah, for Sarah. No, it's not. Yeah. Heffa, no, it's not. Right. Heffa. I'm just saying. No. And then I love that the, uh, um, 
well, cause she, you know, she's had this, this thing that she's dealing with. And I like that we actually got a little bit more of an explanation as to what it is. Cause we keep hearing, you know, there's, um, repercussions for what we're doing and we yeah. know that she's dealing with something, but not really. And at least Malcolm came there to spell out a little bit for us as viewers, like what exactly it's a is pit of souls and it gives life and takes life away and this and that and the other. And, Essentially, she's going to have bloodlust for the person that hurt her until she slays them, but she can't because Roz is super dead. Super dead. Right. And not yes. coming back. Right. But then, okay, here's the thing. Now that Sarah's back, she's going to have bloodlust for Thea, is she not? Yes. Yep. She okay, so to. then what the hell was Malcolm thinking if he's like, oh, it's going to make everything better and blah, This blah. is where we swing into predictions a little bit, but we do have Constantine coming in episode five, and I get the feeling that he is going to fix whatever is going on with Sarah and possibly be able to negate the bloodlust factor because we know that she has to be sane in some capacity because she's in Legends of Tomorrow. Right, right. So whether that's completely removing her from Star City and taking her back to where the heck ever he is when the show gets canceled, I don't know, mm. and working on things until we hit a mid-season finale in a couple months, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know how that'll go down, but I would not be surprised if she just exited stage left, pursued by Constantine, until we hit the mid-season finale. But you know what? One of the things that Malcolm did say to Thea was something along the lines of, if this will clear your conscience. So obviously he made reference to the fact that Thea might have it on her brain that she is the one that killed Sarah. Maybe that's also oh, yeah. why she's Team Laurel in this whole situation. I'm not quite sure. But I thought maybe that's got to be something that's going to play in the future also. Yeah. Well, and we saw this messing with her during last season, that she was the one that killed her, that she felt awful, that she felt guilty, even though she was brainwashed. So I think he's trying to assuage that part of things. And then he tried to fix the bloodlust situation and made it better. Like, and sage, Mr. <laughs> sage! Like, we're going to get up and we're going to go visit a sage up in the mountains. So he sends a couple of assassins into her room and she kills them. Because they woke her up out of a dead sleep, and she's evidently has a sword next to the bed. So as you do, that's where yes, I keep mine. Yeah, and so I keep mine in the closet, actually. Oh, and so effective. she freaks out because you set your people up to die. He's like, "Yeah, but you shouldn't feel the bloodlust for a couple of weeks. You're fine. Yeah, we got a it's big, fine. big intern pool. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We'll get two more. Their Don't faces matter. weren't revealed, and I mean, they were only three days from retirement." So. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can retire from the league, right? <laughs> Yo no say. No, you really can't. <laughs> you actually really super can't, and we had a whole arc about that in season two. About with why Sarah. you can't leave, yeah. Um so so uh then then what? Then what happened? Then, this then, show sounds I mean, really good. What yeah, happens well, next? No, I mean, okay, well, obviously Sarah comes back crazy, and Nissa kills the pit and decides she's so, going to destroy so it. So Nissa, Nissa destroys the, the frog water. It's yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. There's no more frog water. No, now, we now, have this from J.J. March. R.I.P. Frog water. No more revolving door of death. I'm so happy they did this. Yes, because it does keep death from being as cheap as it could have continued to be. Although, to be fair, in any iteration of the source material, there are a lot of Lazarus pits out yeah. there. So they could always go, hey, found another one. <laughs> or just, you know. I mean, I don't think that that would be a great idea, but they could do it. Did anybody else think that Sarah looked like a piece of wax? Like, just a piece of wet candle we, wax? We did make the crack about Halloween decorations, and this one going yeah. in was, put her in the pit, I need to get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, that is not a dead pit that just sounds wrong. Pre pit. She has like a waxy Pre-pit. figure well, of such. If they'd actually had a year old dead body, they would have been putting her in the pit in a burlap sack. Yeah. There would have been no way. They would have had to put the whole box in the pit. There would not have been a way to keep it together because it would have been pieces on sludge and dirt. Yeah, and because that's alone, what happens yeah. when a body's decomposing yeah. for a year and didn't get, there was no embalming happening there. Just they just love. put her in a box. She just comes out of the pit right. as an angry blob. <laughs> Kill me. Oh, God. Wow. We are in I have no mouth uh, and I must scream territory. Right. Thanks for that one. Okay. I was going to say, I just like the October, everybody. <laughs> They're Cronenbergs, Thea. They're all Cronenbergs. Um, <laughs> you, were sorry. you lost sorry, me on sorry, that one. I was blowing Tari again. Anyway, um, no, I was going to say, I love that Laurel was so disconnected from everything. It's not like she hasn't been through this already once before, but she's making excuses, first of all. Second of all, after uh, 
not Katie Lots. Gosh, doggy Sarah hops out of the pit. You know, Laurel's just like, oh, sister. And then even when she's locked up in chains, still trying to be this empathetic, like, it's okay. Thea, you are like this, too. It's okay. This is taking a little bit longer, but she's been dead longer, so it's fine. None of this makes me feel better. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's in active denial. I mean... Uh, her Every single season, there's something she's denying. <laughs> Alcoholism, I mean... Well, if, if anything, that just means that her her character is super consistent. <laughs> she's stubborn. She's very stubborn. She's taken up residence in Egypt. Where the Thank denial. you for getting that denial. <laughs> yes. I was going to chuckle quietly. <laughs> that, was, that, that was the point, and now that we've explained... Oh, here's a fun thing from William L. Williams... If they want, they can have Constantine restore the Lazarus pit. Oh, really? Why would they do that? Why would and he do that? And can he do that? I don't even, th- if, you no. know, even if he needed help, that seems like the type of thing uh, that Constantine would not, A, be able to do by himself. He, he could potentially call in magical reinforcements to make it possible. But B, I cannot imagine him agreeing to do that. Yeah. They would have to call in the biggest favor. Yeah. Like, they would have to do something ridiculous. They'd have to get a show back on the air. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, but it's like you need, he wouldn't, A, he wouldn't do that by himself. B, who do you go to? Who, what characters are that powerful magically that they could conceivably pull in? I'm thinking like. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. I I was thinking maybe. Repairman. Repairman. I was thinking maybe Zatara. Dr. Fate, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. He's got that nice hat. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's very festive. Actually, so does Zatara. Zatara's a, yeah. Just call all of his friends with nice hats. <laughs> yes. but, would, but would Dr. Fate do it, though? Probably not. None, of, none of these Fate people would want to do that. painfully lawful good, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, horrifically so. I mean, yeah. maybe if they brought Faust in? Like, if they just found him, he's like, I'm Faust. I'm going to do <laughs> some <laughs> stuff. That sounds fun. Sure. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he was in Constantine. Yeah. So. They would have to kind of go to the dark side of things to get anyone who would revive the Lazarus pits, though. You're, you're going to have to start looking at the villain side of things because the heroes are all going to be like, I'm sorry, it does what? You know, Using what? I'm not gonna... And the souls of who? Peace them out! And, wait, and when we bring them back, they have to kill people to feel okay. Hey, no, no, thank you, no, thank nah, you. Mm-mm, I'm good. I'll be over mm-mm, here. Mm-mm, you, mm-mm. You talk about There's yourself. a reason that Ra's al Ghul is the villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really quick, just a so question water. of you guys, if you guys think so. Elicity Lover twenty one had made mention of Constantine. She's saying, um, so is Constantine going to fix Thea too? You guys think, or just going to focus know. on Sarah? I get the feeling that it'll take all he has to do Sarah, but I'm not as well versed in Constantine lore. Um. Take it away. Uh, well, as someone who uh, did the after show for Constantine, uh, you obviously know what you're talking uh, about. Yes, I'm versed mm. in this Constantine uh, lore, and I would say that. Oh my uh, God, lose the voice! Uh, okay. <laughs> no, do, right. do go on. Um, you're doing my Phantom of the Opera voice, and it's not helpful. <laughs> uh, but I mean, not to get into prediction, predictions territory, but like we've been doing that all show. Yeah. Or, yeah. But like, uh, it's all that blob now. Yeah, <laughs> they mentioned that like her soul isn't in her body, and he specializes in contacting souls on the other side, and you know, attaching them to bodies and things like that. So I assume that they're going to call him in to kind of uh, find a way to connect the two, like uh, get her soul and her body reintertwined so she can become a human again. Sure, hmm. um, which that makes a lot of sense. So then, what's going on with Thea's soul per se? She's still Thea. She's just thirsty for her blood, and she was never dead, so her soul never oh. went anywhere. Yeah. Right. So but Sarah's is this potentially off in the ether somewhere. Right. Right. So this is an entirely different problem. So she's oh. she's literally just bloodlust right now. Yeah. Bloodlust and base animal instincts. Yeah. And a, and a corset. So they need yeah. to go find a personality and stick it in there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And they need to probably go find the right personality and stick it in there and, you know, possibly clean a few things up, get a new rug, fix the curtains, you know, make it nice for when the soul moves in. Yeah. Because right now it's not super great in there. Oh. No. Lots of cobwebs. Cobwebs. I was going to go with horrific destruction, yeah, but okay. yeah. All right. Well, anyways. <laughs> Metaphor. Um, uh... <laughs> Let's talk about the flashback. Just, just, just a little bit, you know. Someone right. else blew up. Who blew up? <laughs> no, with the, in the flashback, oh, the landmine. I was like, what happened? <laughs> no, not yeah, a, yeah, another yeah. landmine. No big deal. Um, oh, so we actually found out because for me, and maybe I just hadn't realized this before, but for a moment there, I didn't understand what they were picking in that field, and 
This was was this slam slam. This is what got me because I've been reading I've been rereading my Discworld novels recently, and there is a drug that's essentially cocaine for trolls that's called slab. I'm like, they're making what? <laughs> Did we just have the best crossover ever? Oh no, slam! As in, come on and okay. As in, come on and oh, I get that wow. one too. Okay, I get that one too. Oh dear, nerd lux. Anyway, um, I so I did really enjoy that as soon as we introduce the concept of slam and explain what it is, no sooner does that explanation of what it is hit our ears than someone comes up to them and says that the so slam is missing. Yeah. We've been slammed. Oh, we got slammed. Oh, God. Well, oh, God. <laughs> um, okay, so... I don't know what you wanted. Uh, that broke, that one Not broke that, me. I'm that one sure. broke me a little bit. Um, so, yes. Flashing back. Right, oh, yes. Flashing back to, yes, the girl who uh, is actually stealing the <laughs> stuff for medicinal purposes. Allegedly. Uh, that's Supposedly, what she says. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. all gone. We gave it all to one person. You know, I was <laughs> probably really happy right now. Yeah. I was, I was really curious to know how far Oliver was going to go to blend in with everybody else because we've seen him have to do so in the past situations, obviously, when he was in current time with... Uh, the league. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So showing him now in the past with the fancy haircut. I'm not sure when he got the haircut, but anyway. Oh, um, they cleaned him up when they made him one of their own. When, oh, when yeah. Captain oh, Twitchy oh, hired him. Is that what happened? Yeah. Shave and a haircut, two kills. Got it. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, so. It is again. <laughs> what? Anyway, like I was saying, um, yeah, I was curious to see how far he was going to go as far as watching this other ignorant dude shoot people until right. they come clean. Um, and I knew that Oliver, as far as torturing people, was to buy time. I don't know if that's still morally okay, because you're not losing your life. You're just in a lot of pain. Right. Thoughts, comments, concerns? Well, and this is still past Oliver, and we know that he comes to the point where when he gets back to St- with Starling City at that point, that he's okay with killing people, that he's okay with taking out criminals. So we know it's going to get darker before it gets better. So at this point, killing people is still okay, but killing innocents is across a line. Right. So we're just trying to find the balance for that here. Mm-hmm. Which is why we're going to run really fast and we're going to lead that dude straight over a landmine. Yeah, and no one... super convenient landmines this season. <laughs> yeah. But did no one tell that guy that there were landmines out there? No. I, I think, think Oliver was the first one to really truly discover that. And that was before he got caught into all that. Well, and they know that there are landmines out there because that was Oliver's excuse for joining. Yeah, your dude stepped on a landmine and things occurred and, you know, I brought him back to you and I'm here and please take me in. I'm sad and lonely and I've been Mm -hmm. on the island for three years and I'm still super sad. Did I already say I was sad? Oh, get this man. So they know that there are (laughs) landmines, but I think they trust him to lead them around them. Right. And he can just come back and be like, you know, I tried to lead him around, but these things just happen, and I'm really sorry. So it looks like an accident, like some poor bastard just went in the woods and stepped on a landmine. <laughs> like you do. So it's not like, uh, this guy's throat got slit. How? <laughs> He's, you know, a branch. Did that. Super yep. sharp branch. There was this dude with playing cards you would not believe. <laughs> oh, dear. You were uh. saying? Totally ten topics ago. I was just gonna say. Uh, <laughs> do we even have that many um, topics? No, no, no. Gosh, doggy, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, the fact that the girl whose name I don't know, who was picking the pretty purple flowers, who her, her. Okay, yes. well, her. It seemed like she knew who Oliver Queen was because one of the references that she'd made was like, "Does it feel like you're at home again?" Like ordering people around and blazy, blazy, blazy. Right. So I'm like, well, she knows that he's Oliver Queen. Not that that but, twitchy guy doesn't realize it's him, but just saying, like, she no, the knows twitchy who he is. guy knew, and yeah, then the people who were in the tent with him knew, and now everyone knows that he's Oliver. So I'm sure that it's the sort of thing that's been gossip amongst the troops, and of course they're talking in front of these workers, like the workers can't hear them, so of course they'd hear it too. Why the hell would you trust Oliver Queen though? He, you know, he he seems like he'd be pretty malleable, and he's a dumb rich kid, but he looks like he knows what he's doing. And we have an open spot on the force, and you know he's able to shoot a gun, so eh, he'll make a good underling. Let's keep him. Yeah, okay. Easier than importing someone else from wherever the hell we came from. Yeah, yeah. you're around. You're here. Get cool. a haircut. Get a uniform. 
Go. Awesome. You got the yeah. job. We have a position. You have a body. Well, Welcome to it. the job. Yeah. You don't need to be too smart to be a grunt. Exactly. No. True. Very we true. have two people on Twitter. Uh, Vern's Views and Helix Marcellius. Couldn't Papa Midnight fix the pit? Who, uh, who the heck okay. is Papa yeah, Midnight? Please, he's, please a, expand. he's a Constantine villain. Mm. Okay. Um, he's like a nemesis of Constantine's. Um, and he specializes in like uh, voodoo specifically. Ooh, uh, that could be fun. So I, I don't know if he could fix the pit. I mean, now that it's been established as a, a pit of souls, he could probably help it. I don't know if he could like, you know, like like anoint water and make it holy water. Have that for a pit. So like, he goes up to a pit of water and it's just like, you have souls in you now, Mon. <laughs> Could he, did you say mom? Could he dechlorinate the pit of souls? Yeah. Um, it's just gonna de- okay. And we don't know what she did. It looked like she was holding a beer bottle. Or I was. Something, I was but about she to definitely say, poured something angry in there. Yeah. Ultimately, I, whatever she did, I guess, is not that important. What's important is that yes, okay, now the Lazarus it's pit done. is out of commission. What did she put in there? I don't what even think she knows. Bottle? I think that one she just homies. knew that yeah, pouring one out. I think that she just knew that. At some point, Roz had probably told her, you know, if something happens, this destroys the pits. Back when she was supposed to be the heir to the demon. So, I'm sure that she knew, didn't bother telling Malcolm, had that in her back pocket somewhere. Right. Or in a cave where we left Timmy the Lamplighter, or whatever the hell his name Wherever is. He, yeah, Candle right. dude. R.I.P. Who may have gotten promoted, we just don't know. For all we know, he might have been one of the people that Thea put a sword into. I like to not think that. I like to think he's still around. There's a lot of candles in Nanda Parbat. Yeah, halfway lighting candles somewhere else. But yeah, an Italian restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Money's money's tight. He needs two jobs. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I want to know. I mean, ultimately, again, I don't think it's that important. But I do wonder what that was. I want to know what else Roz has left around. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure she has a ton of secrets that Malcolm oh. does not know about and that she will not tell him about. But she can definitely pull out, he left this weapon, he left this curse, he left this this, he left this that. Mm-hmm. He left something that could destroy the pits if they fell on the wrong hand. So who knows what else he's got. He had yeah. hundreds of years to come up with stuff. Quick observation. Did anybody else notice when Nissa said sister-in-law... Yeah. Yes. I'm like, wait, are you guys still married? Did that actually happen and go fully through? Nobody annulled it? What's going on? Well, she's also kind of technically daughter of the demon still, I think. But so is the, I don't know. It gets very complicated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did they okay. ever consummate that? I don't think so. I don't think they did. Doesn't count. <laughs> All right. Just wondering. Right. Cut it for time. You know, it's like a... Kanye. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, shrug it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's, Anyways, that's, that's my... a random random observation. Anyways, okay. Um, is there anything else? Twitter followers, please make sure to tweet ABTV arrow hashtagging all that. Is there anything else that we did not cover? There are a, we were a couple of people tweeting at us something that I did notice while we were watching, but I had completely forgotten about it till I started seeing it pop up in the Twitter feed. People noticing that in the pursuit of the hive operative, at one point the dude has Diggle dead to rights and could have shot and killed him. Yes, and didn't. He didn't. He ran. Why? Taking him alive. him alive, yeah. But okay, is that it? Is that the whole answer to that question? Maybe it's just I don't part know. of one sick, twisted game. The game would have been over if Diggle was dead, and they want to still chase him down. Or maybe he's just bait because if they can get Diggle, eventually they can get the Green Arrow because sure. they're attached. Deleted scene. Deleted scene. There you go. Or he, okay. or he went. Every time there's a leap in logic, we're just gonna roll with the deleted scene. Right. Or he went. Serious. He's got the gun on him, and he's like, "Oh, he didn't open his little visor thing." Next time. <laughs> that visor could be bulletproof. We just don't know. I uh, found three or four people making a prediction in the chat that I rather like. Felicity's phone acting up is Ray trying to contact her. Would make the most sense. Because he's, he's tiny. Oh, mm. I, wait, okay, he didn't die? Why no. He died. He's going to be he's also in on Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I know, but Legends of Tomorrow is a totally separate show. We can bring him back. It's not a totally separate show. No, no. Plus, they spoiled it in one of the trailers for Legends of Tomorrow. Oh. They straight tiny. up spoiled that he was tiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and that he cannot figure out how to get big, which is why everyone thinks he's dead. So That's I'm why. sure that, you know, that'll be fixed and Sarah will be fixed and we'll get things together and things will occur in order to have our wonderful six-person team up against 
Remind me of the villain name. I love him. And Vandal Savage. Vandal Thank Savage. you Which very much. Is something I else that's, that's popping up in our Twitter feed. People speculating that possibly Vandal Savage is one of the shadowy associates of Damian Dark that we have not met yet. That'd possibly, but I find it hard to believe that they would wipe him out in an eight episode, is it? Six to eight episode miniseries over the break, as opposed to making him a larger villain. Sure. Because... He's kind of huge. He's, and if he's, he's going to yeah. play a larger role in the show, either we're not going to have a concise ending to Legends of Tomorrow, or they're going to have him be a completely separate entity, take care of him there, and have Damien and company be something different. Hmm. Well, okay, that actually then, uh, what you just said uh, for me raises a question. You referred to it as an eight-episode miniseries. Is that, and forgive me because I, gener- I genuinely don't know this, is, is it being uh, designed specifically as a self-contained run? I believe so. I I think they're taking a a page out of Marvel's book because Marvel did Agent Carter, which was, I I think, also eight episodes. Was eight, I believe, yes. Self-contained over the winter break in the same time slot as S.H.I.E.L.D., meant to keep up the ratings, meant to keep viewer interest, you know, stay on this network, stay on this channel, we're doing fun stuff. And now we're going back into S.H.I.E.L.D., now back to your regularly scheduled secret agent shenanigans. So I can see them doing the same thing with this. Sure. Is that it's in the same world, we've pulled characters you know, we're working with it, and things here will have repercussions, but we're doing half a season. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if they left it on a cliffhanger, either they have to divide things up and address it in Arrow and Flash, and it disperses on its own, which is kind of hard to keep up with if you only want to watch Legends of Tomorrow. For sure. Or we wait another year to find out what happens next. And that is really hard to keep people for that long. That is true. Well, the happy medium between the two could be that they just thwart this specific plan and he disappears into, like, something. The ether. Right. So then he could always come back, but he's defeated for that time. So he's out of commission for Flash and Arrow as well. Right. Because if they don't take care of him at the end of Legends of Tomorrow, he's looming over two separate series on this network. And they have And they made, can't leave that. And they've made a point about how increasingly these multiple shows are being designed as one big story. And you won't necessarily have to watch all of them to understand any of them. But the more they do, the more they cross over, the more that they the more different shows they have going on, it's all being designed more and more and more and more as one giant sprawling story. They're basically doing the MCU but DC TV on the CW. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. How many acronyms can you have? Manamana. How are you doing, Alicona? I'm doing okay, you know. Um, Do I'm you actually, need popcorn? No, 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 no. I'm good on the popcorn. Um, actually, I was thinking it would probably be a good time for us to get into news and gossip, just because we're starting to wind After everything down. Yep. News. All right, so last week I had some news and gossip for you, but unfortunately it didn't make it all the way to the studio, and today it has. So really what we're going to do is some few cast announcements. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, well, we're going to do some cast announcements, but first, let's get into the new dolls. All right, so we have a Diggle doll that was uh, sent to me via Twitter. Doggle. Yeah. Doggle. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah. so we have a Diggle doll. Diggle doll, yes. And we have a Felicity doll. Which diggle, is diggle, our, doll diggle, diggle, doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diggle, 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 diggle. Um, and I'm just curious, I'm wondering, like, is, is this going to become something that's like a collector's item? Or would you really play with this? I find it really interesting. I think they're collector's items. More of the on-the-shelf action figure. More of the on-the-shelf figurines than the actual give-it-to-your-small-child-to-play-with. Yeah. Um, uh, they are also doing a Funko figurine of Felicity, yeah, that's which right. that will be my first ever Funko. What is a Fungo? Fungo. A, a, a Funko, F-U-N-K-O. They're oh. those little teeny figurines with the really big eyes. Felicity, you seriously a never seen a Funko? No, but that sounds figure? scary. Oh no, they're adorable. Yeah. They are. They are adorable. Like really a precious but I moment's adorable. If you're picturing no. the wrong thing, yeah, that could be horrifying. But they're not. They're great. Oh. I'll yeah, I'm, I'm going to Google Funko Pop figurines okay. while you keep doing this. Okay, so I can so, show you. Um. Picture of Constantine, I do believe. Yeah, yes. there he is. Yay! Yeah. Sorry, I had these pictures way before we started talking about all these things. Okay, so this gentleman is Parker Young, and he's going to be playing Alex Davis, which is all I could get on him is it's somebody that interacts with Thea. I don't know if that's a romantical thing or if it's a not-so-romantical thing. Oh, okay, so now I have pictures of this Funko 
Funko. F-U-N-K-O. <laughs> okay, Funko. And if you could, you know, here, I'm going to do it this way. Let's focus on the camera that's, uh, nope, can't focus. Our shot. No, I guess yeah, it's not. I guess not. It's well, okay. Here are some blurry you know, just, Funkos. Just Google Felicity Funko Pop. There's this yeah. really cute little one of her and Oliver and Diggle, and I guess they're all getting Funkos, and they're oh, super cute. Okay. Well, let's move on so, to our yeah. next cast picture. Ah, this gentleman right here. I'm going to mess his name up so bad. Jimmy Ink. Where? Let me see. Where is it? Where is it? There, right, right there. Akimbola. Akin, there you go. He's going to be playing Baron Ritter. Ryder. Ryder. Now, he's mm-hmm. actually the, the gentleman that we've been affectionately oh. calling Captain Twitchy this okay, entire there we time. Go. There he we go. is this universe's version of Baron Blitzkrieg, and I will I will espouse some Blitzkrieg facts. I'm assuming we'll see more of him in the story, so when he becomes a little bit more prominent, I'll start dishing on Blitzkrieg. Okay, nice. this yeah. will be fun. This will be fun. Oh, this is just a younger version of Alexander Calvert who's playing Anarchy. But I didn't even realize it was him, honestly, when the picture pulled up. Huh. Unless yeah. it's like when he is, there's a flashback of when he's younger, and that's why this was, person was cast. Is that a picture of him at the premiere of Kicking It Old School, the Jamie Kennedy movie? I have Could no idea. I think that's yeah. what that poster yeah. is yeah, behind so Jamie him. Kennedy oh behind him. I'm pretty sure he was at the Kicking It Old School premiere. Nice. Oh, interesting. Uh, uh, podcasters, if you are listening to us, don't be afraid to hit us on YouTube. You can see all these fantastic, fun pictures. <laughs> Anyways, um, and the last thing I have is a video. This is quite funny because, you know, Oliver Queen, it's already been announced that he is going to eventually run for mayor at some point in the season. So we have a, a political commercial for you guys, um, if we can pull that up. Bless. Okay. And three, two, one, action. Here are six frightening words. Oliver Queen is running for mayor. The same man known for public intoxication and anger. (laughs) In addition, he comes from a family with a terrible history. Also, he looks like the Green Arrow. (laughs) A vote for Oliver Queen isn't just a vote for someone else. It's a vote for something else. (laughs) I'm Damien Dark. And I approve this message. (laughs) My favorite part was, I'm Damien Dark and I approve this message. (laughs) That, that, oh my god, political slam ads. (laughs) (laughs) We do have a a slam, oh my god. We do have a comment on Twitter from, again, Charlie Barajas. I remember a report that Legends is 16 episodes. It runs concurrent with Flash and Arrow in the second half of the seasons. Can you link that report? Because I haven't seen anything like that, and I would like to read it. Yeah, I was operating under the assumption that it was going to go on mid-season when the other two shows were on hiatus. I thought that was the point. Yeah. Again, they're pulling in Agent Carter. Right. Right. Okay, so, yeah, um, if you can send us a link with that report, that would be amazing. We would love that. Alrighty, folks, let's get into some predictions. We have done so many predictions. <laughs> I know. I know. It happens. It happens. I know. I love it. It's great. Well, with the disappearance of the pit water, I would assume that that... Okay, wow. We are getting a weird stare down between men amongst men, and it's quite If you disturbing. noticed, our laser light show was only this very odd shade of teal, which was actually kind of the shade of the pit water before it got destroyed, so... We're all full of souls, you guys. Oh, yeah. is that what we got okay. soul. I but real I'm quick before we get into predictions, I, I do want to say uh, the the line about how the Lazarus pits uh, have little pieces of everybody that's ever been in them. I immediately flashed back to how many times we saw Raz al Ghul just sitting in that Ew, water. God. And yeah, I'm just like, a body uh, what pieces? Oh dear, that's no good. Oh, I'll join you. Just just let me get all the soul off of me. <laughs> If it's on the bottom of his feet, is that the sole of his soul? Got on. <laughs> like a lead balloon. Ooh. Let's continue. Um, anyways, I, I feel like yeah, that was a big, huge in your face that possibly Malcolm Merlin will die eventually this season, only because the reference was from Nissa saying, this time when I kill you, there is no coming back. But she said that more than once. She says that to every. It's like her hello. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my girlfriend. Prepare to die. I don't know. That is how she says hello. Pretty much. 
Um, in the League of Assassins, we don't say I love you. We say I'll kill you for real next time, and I think that's beautiful. No, uh, they do. We we In this episode, we first see the two of them in the middle of a duel, and she actually she gets him. And it's only because yeah, he's got exactly. this healing ability created presumably by the pit that he heals up and he's fine. Well, she he dabbles, that bad, he dabbles into the pit water and puts it on his wound, and right. he does disarm her. He hands her her sword back. So the two of them are are certainly a match for one another, and she is without the ability to regenerate or heal wounds like that with the pit. She is certainly a threat. Now, uh, he did, of course, have her taken away at the end of the episode, but uh, like the, that'll hold the her. dungeons in Nandaparbat are basically as secure as the Arrow Cave. Right. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have to keep moving them. Yeah. <laughs> really quick, one of our one of our followers is asking. Yeah, Billy Jean eighteen asks, how do you think Oliver is going to react when Laurel tells him that Sarah's alive? First of all, I don't think that Laurel is going to be the one to tell them. But uh, honestly, yeah. I think she's again. If we're if we're staying with exit stage left pursued by Con- by Constantine, I don't think he's going to find out. What? I think that she will be removed from the situation before he actually sees her and sees what's happened to her. Yeah, but now, okay, we saw that Lance actually sees her because he has a moment where he's about to shoot because her. Because Laurel told him. Right. That was True. the, I promised I wouldn't keep any more secrets from you, Ben. Oh. So evidently they Surprise, took this in a box and shipped her home. Right. So Aren't you excited? But it is a situation where at that point, especially once you tell Captain Lance, half or more of the characters on this show than know about it. So even if nobody wants to tell Oliver, especially because nobody wants to tell Oliver, oh, yeah. that tells me that he will find out at the worst possible moment right. for him to gain that information. Yeah, we pulled a pet cemetery on your ex-girlfriend. Hope you don't mind. Uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. That's how I imagine he's going to react. Gonna... <sighs> See, I was thinking it would be more of a, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> When do you guys think that um, Curtis is going to find out about everybody else's secret? I feel like every episode he's going to find out another person and another person until he's like a part of the team. Oh or, yeah. yeah, it's not going to take him long, and we know he's going to be. We know he'll be part of the team because we know we've got Mister Terrific coming down the line. Um, I don't think it'll be until after he actually manages to evolve that tech to the point where sure. it it either is what it is in the comics or it's comparable. Well, and there has to be a reason to really bring him into the fold. Uh, she's already started in the same way that Oliver started with her. Sure. I mean, I mean for everybody else. She has, oh, yeah. but I mean for everybody else. And with the tech that he will no doubt eventually develop, at least then he is not quite so vulnerable. This and is he, also true. He might be able to help them a little bit more in, in, a, in a greater capacity without being killed. I want to meet his husband. I do too. Yeah. I assume I That'd assume nice. we'll get that episode at, at some, some point. point. Yeah. I'd love it. I'd be mad his husband. Couples day. Well, does that be mad if he'll get a name before everybody else? If he becomes Mr. Terrific before Diggle gets anything cool. Batnito. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you said cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, see here's the thing. For Diggle to get a nickname, we just have to turn Cisco on him. That's true. That's true. Literally look at his hat. Look at his little helmet thing. What do you got? I don't know. Well, I just think it's, like it's weird, though. Okay, he dresses normal, but then he's got the helmet. This robot helmet, yeah. Uh, can he get some body armor? I mean, if he gets stabbed in the heart, he's a goner. I so think why he might actually be protected? wearing body armor under there. Yeah, but I think and a leather jacket. cloak or something. Well, and something. a leather, leather also does provide a modicum of protection. That's why you see a lot of motorcyclists wearing leather. Mm-hmm. Because it's the best thing you can do. But he reminds me of the Rocketeer. Like, I don't take it yeah, seriously. Yeah, a little bit. No, to be fair, he's probably wearing a vest, but Oliver at the end of this episode still felt the need to leap in front of the card and take it for him. And to me, that was so cliche, because you know, one of the things that Diggle said is, you know, I, before I would have taken a bullet for you, and now I don't know if I would, and trust, 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 trust. And so what? The only way you could earn your way back into Diggle's heart is to take a card for him? Yeah. It's, uh... it's possible that Diggle might have been wearing something under there, but Oliver doesn't know it. Right. Because it's not like they touch base about a lot of things. Let's go out drinking! I have a family to get home to. <laughs> Okay. Have a good time. Uh, Oh, well. Anyways, any other predictions on this side of the table before we wrap it up? Um, Go for it. I have have two small ones. Mm -hmm. Um, One, I think that the uh, issue with Felicity's phone is the Olmec seed that was planted last season finally blossoming. Ah. Um, The what? Olmec. It was the the program that she had created with her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, X. Ex, boyfriend. Sorry, ex-boyfriend. That guy. Um, and then my second one is, I think that 
they made a little mention that the guy that uh, the one of the ghosts that they got the tooth from only had half of the chromosomes of a normal person or whatever. So yeah. I, I feel like that is. I think that the ghosts are actually pieces of Damien Dark that he's like spawning. Ooh, um, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, but they're all they all look different. They seem to have different personalities. That's well, yeah. That's a like, little odd if we're cloning pieces of them. Dark for well, that to if be. They don't do their job. He's like, meh. This is how I handle it. But if they're yeah. like, if they're just, I don't want to use the the sperm re- reference, but like <laughs> you and your siblings, <laughs> you and your siblings are look different, and like they have you have different personalities. <laughs> And like, but you also have two sets of chromosomes to pick from for that. Right. But, I mean, yeah. It's weird. There's, there's, <laughs> there's Yeah, it's weird. There's got to be something supernatural going on there, but I hesitate to say that it's him going, Oh, yes, you would be a fine soldier. No. <laughs> That'd be great, though. Hey, you never and know. then person, who am I? What's going on? Don't worry, it's all okay. You're going to go kill people for daddy. Here's a gun. Go. Have fun. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> I've made your theory silly. Um, I think I've pretty much done all my predictions. Exit episode five, pursued by Constantine, and yeah, that's... I have spattered mine throughout the show. Michael? Yeah, I, we've been we've been layering bits of predictions and speculations throughout the entire show. That's I mean, I think for this episode, I've covered all of the big stuff. I'm just, again, I'm still very much looking forward to the stuff that we know is coming in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. going to be very cool. Awesome. What do you have? Um, I just, My prediction was just that I think that Malcolm is gone this season. He will finally make an exit from the show. Mm. That is my thought. That is my final thought. Anyways, um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us this week. And for those who participated in the hashtag, thank you so much. If you have not, do it with us next week. And we will see you then. I'm Ali Connor Bradford. You can follow me at Boys and Beauty 01. Find me on YouTube, Boys and Beauty. What's that like, Lex? Lex. Was that my cue, that smile? (laughs) Yes. Um, Lex Michael, Twitter handle at the Lex Michael, and I am also on Historic Hollywood on the Popcorn Talk Network. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And also catch me on the Doctor Who panel and the Flash panel. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kia Show. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I am on so, so many shows. Minority Report, Blind Spot, uh, Arrow's coming back. Arrow's here. Star Wars <laughs> Rebels, Ruby's coming back November 2nd. I also write articles for the movie Chick that is Chick with two Ks. All right, so guys, thank you again for joining us on this week's After Show. We will see you next week for Arrow. Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 